Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. It is your host, Cosmic Colleen. I hope everyone had a fabulous week, weekend. Saturn really uh, slowed down this podcast, slowed me down, slowed everyone down this week and had us um, reevaluating and looking at what is important in life. I'm going to talk about that, that Sun-Saturn opposition that we started to experience this weekend well into the week. We are also going to be talking about Jupiter retrograded Aries. When Jupiter moved retrograde, I was in Italy, so I really haven't done an official episode, but I've definitely talked about Jupiter in Aries since it transited in there in April. So you want to look, go back and get an idea about what's happening. But we're going to talk a little bit more about that. I'm also going to be talking about um, Venus trining Leo. I'm sorry, Venus in Leo trining Jupiter. Again, my head's still a little bit all over the place. And we're going to talk about Mars moving into Gemini. Mars will be retrograding in Gemini, and it also stays in Gemini well into January. So this is a pretty big transit. And if you remember, the last Mars retrograde was October. Like, the big shit went down for me in October of 2020, so that, like, was a big pivotal point. It was, I believe, squaring. I'm trying to – I was squaring Saturn. It was kind of crazy then, but um, I think it started – the middle or the end of August of 2020, and then went into December of 2020. So we're going to talk about that and what you can maybe expect and how it might be similar to the retrograde two years ago. So let's talk about this sun opposite Saturn. First of all, Monday morning, I had all intentions of, I had a busy afternoon, but I had all intentions of running an errand, coming back and dropping this episode. Well, I go, I drop my kids off, and then at camp, and I hit the curb. (laughs) I drive a big Honda Pilot, and sometimes I just, like, have a bad depth perception with it, and I run over things all the time. Get this. I got a little bit further, and then my car died, and the tire was in the sidewall. It was ruined. Back in April, we had the sun squaring Saturn, and I don't know if you remember this because it's on my social media, and I'm sure I talked about it on the podcast. I blew a tire (laughs) and hit the sidewall and the tire was ruined. And it was the same front left tire, new tire, but same position of the tire, but different gym. It was a different gym and I hit the curb. And when, and it made my whole day just stop and shut down. And this time I like wanted to tear up. I'm like, how did I just do this again? You know, a few weeks later, I can't, you know, a few months later, how did I hit this curb? And I couldn't cancel my whole day. And so I just sat there and guess what? Everything got fixed out, fixed up. I took a deep breath. I didn't cry. I got it together. I like pulled into the fire station and I said to the guy, hey, can you come change my tire? I don't really know how. And he said, yeah, but I have to leave. I got to jump ship if I get a call. And of course, in the middle of it, he got a call. And let me tell you something, because, you know, it was opposite Saturn brings death. With my jack, I guess, which I learned from the second guy that came and saved me from the road. With my jack, you always have to make sure the parking brake is on. And I didn't even think about it. And the guy didn't say it. And I was on the other side of the car. And all of a sudden, I heard the car, like, lunge forward. And I I saw it. And I said, oh, my God, please let this fireman have a head. Please let him have a head. I know the sun is opposite Saturn. I walked around. He had a head. And everything was fixed with that. But... I had to keep going, and I was like, okay, Saturn, where is the lesson? I got the same front tire, ruined it, had to get a brand new tire, 
two different times, both on a gym at the curb, two different gyms this time. So where is it? I need to pay attention, I guess, better. I need to watch out for the curbs. They jump out of me. I don't know. Get a new car. I don't know what I should do. But that really is just like an example of what happened. Last week, we had a lot of Saturn energy with the full moon. Saturn was bringing blocks, and it still was bringing blocks. And then when the sun and Saturn moved into an opposition this weekend, I don't know about you, but suddenly everything moved slower. I picked my kids up. We went to Dorney Park, and that was just moving slower. It was just like everything. There was blocks. There was lines. Um, you know, it was just a very long, drown-out process, which Saturn brings that. So with this happening, um, we will be... Uh, on the 28th, okay, Venus, oh, yes, on the 28th, Venus will be opposite Saturn, uh, so that we'll be revisiting them, like, what did, oh, yeah, what I want to talk about with that, um, we'll be revisiting past endings, okay, endings around love, feeling joyless or restricted with love, or strong feelings of regret, so that's going to be happening at the end of the month, let me make sure I wasn't talking about last month here. Oh, yeah, that's at the end of the month. So tie into some more Saturn. This is going to be really Saturnized, you know, the opposite of the sun. It's opposition, a real Saturn sort of month that we can see. So the sad, the Saturn opposite the sun uh, was also kind of like brought some repercussions. To talk about the flat tire again, it was almost like I did this thing again. I didn't, I did it subconsciously. I hadn't learned my lesson. I was still very loosey-goosey with it. And all of a sudden, I had repercussions, and I wish I could have taken it back. I wish I could have taken that moment. I kept thinking for a second, why didn't I just back out a different way? Why didn't I just turn the car a different way? Why didn't I just look more? And I realized that was very Saturn opposite the sun. It had us, so you know, we acted out on something, or we did something very um, avant-garde, not really thinking, and then we immediately wanted to take it back because we didn't like the repercussions. And Saturn says, I'm sorry you don't like the repercussions, but this is how you're going to learn. So maybe the third time, Colleen, you're not going to hit the tire at another gym and ruin your tire. You're going to pay attention and not make crazy turns or crazy moves. So again, with Saturn, that tends to bring, feels what the lesson feels like. You acted out, you did something you shouldn't have, you should have learned a lesson, and all of a sudden you're faced with the repercussions. It brings the repercussions, and a lot of times it's easier just to settle and agree. All right, that's what it is. I've learned my lesson, or I'm just going to accept what is unfolding with me. Okay, so that was really um, interesting. And it had us, you know, again, it really like slowed us down, slowed me down. So I took a break from social media. If you haven't noticed, I haven't posted anything. And I took a few days to even do this. So when we have the sun opposite Saturn, we tend to slow down our work path, our life path, um, kind of the ego and what do we want in life and what really is important to us. And it has us really slowing down, reevaluating and creating structure. I never plan my social media breaks at all. It's just one day I just don't feel like checking it. And then one day turns into two, two days turn into three. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just rocking with it right now. My body, my energy is saying, don't do social media. And I'll start it when I start it again. I'll probably post some stuff tomorrow. It's just that I haven't wanted to. And I've really been, again, reevaluating what is important to me, especially since Italy. 
And how do I want to restructure myself? And I realized I, since getting back from Italy, I have not unpacked my house. My house is a mess, you know, and my creative energy couldn't just flow freely. And so Saturn had me reevaluating my home and getting my shit into order. Kind of like that probably started with the full moon last week. All of a sudden I realized, hey, if I don't take care of my things, how can I acquire new things? If I don't take care of my space, how do I expect to harness and grow and flourish my creative energy? So I really spent these last few days at my house cleaning, reorganizing, throwing things away. It's really kind of amazing when I jump into that. Mind, I'm like, my Mercury mind is like, whoa, where have I been? Why am I not organizing my life? Usually it's when Saturn really shows up. Again, once a year, you know, the Sun and Saturn make this opposition and it's sort of like a look into reevaluating our life and seeing what's important, what works, not work, not working. Um, where do we need structure? Where do we need almost like that, you know, sober real, sobering real. And I'm not just talking about actual sobriety from substances. Like all of a sudden you see something in yourself or others or in your life clarity. And it's like you see it so bad, it's almost sobering. And then you're like, oh, wait, whoa, okay, I needed to get it together. So cleaning your life up a little bit, cleaning your space, and just seeing where you need to restructure your life. Again, with that, it just also brought some like gloomy feelings of like, woe is me. Why do I feel this way? Do I want this? What can I expect? Uh, I know that was me all week. Okay, let's talk about Venus and Leo, which moved um, just last week. First of all, shout out to my sister. She turned 40 last week. She's a Leo. She's a Leo with a Virgo rising and an Aries moon. And she just partied it up. And it was like the perfect example. They rented a limo. She had like 35 friends. I'm like, I didn't even know you had these many best friends that all of a sudden you're best friends. Again, very Leo. And they went out on the town. I wish I could have gone down. She's outside New Orleans, but I could not make it. And that was really the description of not only the sun in Leo and people enjoying their life, but Venus in Leo. You know, Venus is we kind of put our friendship and our love in the spotlight. We put it in the front center of our life. We sort of want to show off our friends, show off our love, show off our beauty. Um, again, a lot of giving and receiving love from friends during this time and enjoyment feeling confident with lots of self-love, Venus and Leo showing off. And sometimes, you know, ego is a beautiful thing and it's also a worst enemy. So in some ways, depending on how this is showing up in your chart, you're going to feel on fire and confident and finally have that confidence that you needed. You know, you finally got that ego boost that's important. And then in some cases for some people it might show up and see where you know we're a little too cocky and where can it be our detriment where can our ego be our downfall and maybe we'll get a little bit of both for all of us you know I know I've already seen <laughs> both sides I feel like I see both sides of the coin like that every day anyway um, and again our ego is gonna like show up and show off with love and self-love and something that can happen is maybe in a friendship, relationship, family, we might be too prideful to say we're sorry. You know, our pride can get in, gets in the way and maybe we'll feel weak or we'll feel like we're not a leader if we don't say I'm sorry. One thing I know in life is the most powerful thing you can do is forgive. And forgiveness is so unbelievably powerful because it is so hard. 
We think that getting angry and upset is hard. No, 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 no. Forgiving someone in spite of what maybe you feel they did to you or they actually did to you. And being able to free yourself from that because you actually see that is harming you. That is total power and that is total control. So if you need to apologize, if you need to to get over something, to clean up your side of the street, whatever it is, just know how powerful it is and you don't have to be too prideful. And simply saying I'm sorry or forgiveness or being open to someone else saying that to you can instantly change everything. I can promise you that. Um, and, you know, this you, we might not always be the most humble or we might see where we need to be humble. It goes both ways in Leo. You know, I love Leo. It's a leader. It's it's the center of the universe. <laughs> you know, that's where Leo gets it from. It's prideful. It's honorable. There's also like going to be with love and even our children will have like a really strong animal instinct with our partners. We might have a lot of like, ooh, you know, animal instinct with that. I just I do love Venus and Leo. I feel like it's like a nice way to end of summer and we just enjoy things and we feel on fire. We feel sexy. You know, we want to enjoy our life with Venus and Leo. We really want to enjoy it um, to the fullest and create, create, you know, again, be a leader of some sort. What do I want to talk about next? Let me flip through my notes. All right. So Jupiter retrograde in Aries. First of all, I said this earlier in the episode, go back to some of my other episodes that said Jupiter in Aries and you'll get a little bit of an idea of what Jupiter feels like while it is in the fiery Mars ruled sign of Aries, which is the beginning of the Zodiac. So we are starting a brand new 12 year cycle with Jupiter. Okay. It's ending in Pisces. It's retrograding now back into Pisces. It'll enter Pisces in October and then leave Pisces at the very end of December. So we're having one last hurrah with the last 12 years. And when I say last hurrah, I mean Jupiter last hurrah. So maybe the last relook or revision of growth, of our abundance, of our spirituality, of our self-love, self-help, you know, how has this Jupiter cycle really played out for you? And get an idea, look at 12 years ago and how, and see where Jupiter was, where is um, Aries in your chart and where was it? How did that begin? I know for me, Sad to say, when Jupiter moved into Aries, my dad died, and Jupiter moved into my eighth house of other people's money, and I ended up getting a, um, you know, money from him passing away, and that that's how that all kicked off. Jupiter in Aries, that was, you know, God bless his soul, it's kind of crazy, it's been 12 years, but, and then since that, I was in a really hard place in my life, and my faith and my journey with life has really grown as Jupiter moved into each uh, house. So again, see where that is. So we are going to be reactivating with Jupiter retrograde. You know, with retrograde, we reactivate, we revisit, we re-see, you know, we re-look. And so maybe something in the beginning of this 12-year cycle, maybe you're restarting and reactivating a new self-growth or spiritual growth plan. A lot of people are beginning things right now. A lot of people are ready to get their shit in order. They're like, okay, myself included. You know, I know I haven't been the healthiest, you know, mentally, physically, or um, 
emotionally, and now I'm ready to get in order. I know a lot of my clients have been that way, myself too. So very taking initiative with Jupiter and Aries and really doing what you need to do to get back to where you want to be. A sudden uh, force, a sudden change of growth that comes after chaos. You know, I say chaos anytime we talk about Mars or any of the Mars signs. All of a sudden you have chaos in your life and you're ready just to end that chaos. You're ready to close the toxic chapter in yourself or someone else and say, I'm ready for a really sudden change. Sometimes we need a lot of craziness to shake things out of us and to awaken a greater change. Wanting a strong and passionate connection with yourself again is going to be, you know, Jupiter in Aries. A lot of people are going to be kicking off with like, all right, I'm ready to be me again. I'm ready to connect with myself. What do I need to do? Um, and, and then this will, Jupiter is going to be moving at the end of December into Aries. Will it pretty much be for all of 2023. It might do a quick move into Taurus, it's the next sign. I, I don't. It might retrograde ahead. I don't know. I have to look into all of that to be honest with you, but um, that's where it's going to be for most of the year. So we're really going to see this new beginning with ourself and our growth and our improvement coming and coming on strong. But again, the last three months of 2022, we will be revisiting and relooking and rethinking that final that final step before we close the door on these last 12 years. We also are going to be feeling like we need to make a big shift somewhere in our lives for the greater purpose. And we're starting to just see how we need to make that shift right now. And this shift could be is going to be well over the year and it could very much last for a 12-year cycle. We are going to see that shift. I know when Jupiter moved into, I guess it was probably my second getting ready into my third house, I got sober. And it's funny, the third house is communication and... Um, community, you know, I mean, the 11th house is community too, but the third house is sort of like local, like fairy childhood community. And that's when I got sober and it was like a whole self growth from there, just to give you an idea of the cycle. Um, and also we're going to have like a really, really, you know, again, a yearning, all right, a yearning for change. And I think we've all been having that. So the last thing I want to talk about Oh, I'm yawning. I'm telling you, I'm still adjusting. I'm finally going to bed on time and sleeping straight through the night, but I'm waking up early and it's just, you know, life is crazy right now, but ah, the life of the Gemini. All right, Saturday, Mars moves into Gemini. Speaking of Gemini, this is going to be a big transit, probably one of the biggest transits of the end of the year. Mars only retrogrades once about every two years. So again, the last time I said it retrograded was in the fall, late, late summer, fall of 2020. Retro, Mar Mars retrograde was hard that last one. I was like really trying to reflect on the ones before that, but I knew, you know, two years ago, I was well into studying astrology with nightlight astrology. I was had a lot of awareness about what was happening in Mars retrograde. So it was a hard one. And it was one, you know, with Mercury retrograde, which we'll be experiencing that in the fall. It's all outside circumstances, usually. Yeah, you can, like, have some excommunications, some fights with people, some revisions. But oftentimes, it's, like, things that are out of your control, like your computer breaking down or, you know, 
somehow your car, you know, ran off a bridge or, you know, something like along those lines that you can't really control and it really makes for like your day to mess up, but it's not so internal. It's not so emotionally tied. Whereas with Mars, it's way more emotionally tied and Mars like reshakes the chaos. <laughs> it either can make a revisit to chaos and change things up and make it kind of better or it creates chaos and it lifts it aggravates the shadows you know mars is our shadow activator and when mars retrogrades we might not think we have a shadow somewhere and then it comes up and i remember when mars it was like the weekend that mars i guess it was saturn would have been still in capricorn so it was air yes so it was squaring saturn and there was a lot there, I think, because Jupiter was in Capricorn squaring Mars. It was like a really intense, like, beginning of Mars retrograde. And I had built this friendship with someone. And I remember, like, the, literally the day it squared Saturn, this person and I had, like, this crazy, out of the blue, like, chaotic kind of fight. And we just, like, never talked again. <laughs> and it was very, like, shocking. It was very out of the blue. It revealed a lot of shadows on this person and I as well. And I remember just being thrown for a loop. And that was just the beginning. It was also like, you know, it separates, it severs. And it was just really, I felt, especially the two months of it retrograding the worst, I just really felt alone in my shadows. Now, it's important to be. I was fine. I remember driving down the beach one night, literally after one night just crying, and I it was cold, and I just sat there with one of my candles, and I prayed. At the, you know, this it was, like, freezing out at night, and that was, like, such a beautiful, powerful moment with just me and my emotions, and I remember that with Mars retrograde. So this Mars retrograde, you know, or Mars and Gemini, it's going to be a little bit lighter. I said that those were both happening in in cardinal signs leading signs you know it's a very thick cardinal still a very fixed energy so not movable we have this mars retrograde happening in the mutable sign of gemini so it's going to be a little bit lighter and i feel like some of the chaos is going to be coming through communication communication chaos People in general are also going to be, um, again, the Mars retrograde does not begin until October. So I don't want to jump into that. Come October, I'll be talking about that much, much more. Just an FYI. This is just Mars moving generally into Gemini. People are going to be talking a lot more, especially when it first moves in. I feel like this next week, starting Friday until well into next weekend, everyone's gonna be chatty. You're gonna be like, whoa, where is everyone coming from with all this communication? Cause I'm not, you know, I wasn't ready for it. There's also gonna be a little bit more of like aggressive communication, but more in like the smart ass aggressive communication or the rebel, you know, the Gemini is the smart ass, the rebel, sort of that sort of communicating. Like you told me you wanted me to do something, but I'm gonna do the total opposite just because. You know, that's big Gemini vibes right there. Um, revisiting that, like, a good, quick, get, get, get good, quick, fast plan, if that makes sense. Sort of, like, how can I get my life together a little bit in order just to get by with what I need, and then we'll figure it out from there. Um, trying something new and being very brave with trying something new, something new for the mind. Again, getting your mind in shape, um, 
you know, this would be a time. Oh my God, there's a spider on my wall. There might be a time where you're like, I'm gonna run, or I'm gonna do an Ironman, or I'm gonna do something really that gets my adrenaline and my mind and body going. Revisiting a job or a project and having a fresh new action plan. Especially, maybe we'll talk again more about this with when it actually retrogrades, but think back to this last retrograde and what plan sort of got waysided and needed a new action plan that maybe you've just put away for two years. You might be surprised how you'll have some answers flowing, some clarity flowing about what you should be doing that. And again, so it's happening in the mutable sign of Gemini, the retrograde, but in general, you know, we're going to get used to Mars being in Gemini for the next five months. So, However, if there are arguments, if there are fights, this will be one that will probably, people will get over pretty fast because it's in the mutable side of Gemini. So it's nothing that's happening. It's going to be super, super fixed in that sort of way. Um, we're also going to see the, um, the feeling. We're going to be seeing the truth in others. We're going to be feeling the truth. We're going to be hearing the truth. We're going to be seeing the truth in others. All those truths will be revealed. And again, a lot of truth in the other side. And we also might act out, um, again, in some shadow behavior that maybe we need to see. Maybe we've been so blind to it or maybe we didn't realize we haven't gotten past it. That or the other. Whew, I think that's all for this week. Again, I'm sorry this week it's a little bit late. I was just so out of it and tired and I've learned not to pressure myself when I feel that way and I could just tell my body needed a break and when Saturn comes in and slows me down, I know that happens for a reason. But thank you guys again. I should be back on social media whenever it happens this week, but don't forget to check me out. Cosmic Colleen, 1C, and I hope everyone has a fabulous week. I'll be back next week. I uh, love you all. Goodbye. Thank you.